Hello and welcome to The Whistler from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Whistler. Presented by the United States Air Forces in Europe. I'm the whistler, and I know many things, for I walk by night. I know many strange tales hidden in the hearts of men and women who have stepped into the shadows. Yes, I know the nameless terrors of which they dare not speak. And now, The Whistler's strange story, Dance Team. The floor show at the nightclub in Los Angeles was nothing special. And Paul Fenley, half-owner of a small but successful nightclub in Nevada, was watching it closely. Tall, good-looking, but hard-eyed and cynical, he sat alone at a ringside table, staring down at his glass. Torn between his thoughts and the breathtaking beauty of the girl partner of the Spanish dance team. Just finishing their number. You have things on your mind, haven't you, Paul? Yes. You'd come to Los Angeles to be alone for a few days. Alone to think. Think of a way to persuade your Nevada partner, Frank Wilson, to see things as you do. Or a way to eliminate him before your first and possibly last real chance to get into the big money... Is lost. Well, well, look who's here, Paul Fenley. Oh, hello, Baxter. Just enjoying your floor show. Ah, good. Haven't seen you around town quite a while. Well, I'm over in Nevada now. Come into L.A. once in a while to look for acts. I've got my own club over there. So you finally promoted yourself into something good. You might call it that. It's just a small place. I've got a partner, Frank Wilson, a retired grocer. He put up the money, and I run the club. Sounds pretty sore. Yeah, we're doing okay. You seem to be doing all right here, too. Oh, fair. Ah, Paul, what did you think of that act? Are the dancers? The girls, great. Who are they? Ramon and Rita. They got a lot of class, especially the girl. <laughs> She's beautiful, huh? Yeah, beautiful. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, it sounds like a fight backstage. I think I'll go see. I'll go with you. It's that Ramon, that Spanish dancer. He's done nothing but cause trouble ever since the act opened here. Oh, what's the matter with him? He's crazy jealous of his wife, Rita. Makes a big fuss if anyone even speaks to her. Always threatening to kill somebody. Kill somebody? Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't, but... I'll kill him. Someday I'm going to kill you, too. Well, this is it for me. They're finished here. I'm going to call the cops and have that idiot thrown into jail. It'll do him good. The argument between the dancers gives you the germ of an idea, doesn't it, Paul? You're not certain just how you can use them. But you have a feeling that somehow a beautiful dancer and a madly jealous husband might fit in with your plans to get your Nevada nightclub away from your partner, Frank Wilson. After the excitement subsides and Ramon is taken away by the police, you have your friend Baxter take you to their dressing room and introduce you to the girl. 
I do not wish to talk about it, Mr. Fennelly. This is the end, the finish. Ramon is in jail and we are fired. Are there other jobs? Not for us. No manager will book us now because of Ramon's jealousy. He is too jealous for this business. He accuses all men of being in love with me. I'm willing to take a chance on him. A chance? How do you mean? Book you into my club in Nevada. Ramon and me? Sure. Same salary you're getting here. Ah, you've got a fine act. Just the type we need. I'll get Baxter to withdraw charges against your husband. I'm driving back to Nevada tomorrow. The two of you can ride over with me if you like. You open on Monday. Oh, it, it seems like a dream. I, I do not know how to thank you. Well, don't try. There's nothing to thank me for. I'm uh, acting in my own interest, too. <laughs> Of our new act. Oh, it's beautiful, Paul. Very beautiful. I'm glad you like it. You never get tired of watching the floor show, do you? Never. Our club is my whole life. I watch every show from beginning to end. Yeah, no. And the funny part of it is, I'm making money while I'm enjoying myself, thanks to your ability. Oh, thanks, Frank. For my money, there's nothing nicer than a nice little nightclub. Oh, that's a great dance team. Make them feel welcome, huh, Paul? Get fruit, flowers, candy for their dressing room. Spend plenty. Let them know we're glad they're here. You know what to do. Take care of everything, will you? Yeah, sure, Frank, I will. I'll take care of everything. You just watch the show. I'm going to the office for a while. I got some thinking to do. Yes, you do have some thinking to do, don't you, Paul? And a few minutes after you're seated at your desk, a long-distance phone call brings you to a decision. Yeah, hello. New York, calling Mr. Paul Fenley. This is Mr. Fenley. Just a moment. Go ahead, New York. Your party is ready. Fenley? Yes? This is Daniel. What about that half-interest in your club? Well, I haven't been able to sell my partner on it yet, Mr. Daniels. He, uh, sort of has a sentimental attachment to it. Well, you better sell him fatally and fast. If you don't, we're going to take over another club. You'll be out of business in two months. Oh, I'll sell him, Mr. Daniels. Don't worry. Uh, you've got exactly two weeks to do it in. Oh, uh, that's time enough. I'll guarantee you, Mr. Daniels, two weeks from today, we'll be partners. your mind, haven't you? You're not going to let this opportunity to become a really big operator pass, are you? You decide to make one more attempt to persuade your partner, Frank Wilson, to listen to reason. If he refuses, you'll use other means to remove him. And you know exactly what you're going to do, don't you? The jealous Ramon is the answer to your problem. For the next few evenings, you make certain that Rita receives little tokens of esteem from your partner. And three nights later, you drop into their dressing room. How lovely. I can hardly believe it. White roses. Compliments of Mr. Wilson. Oh, and here's a basket of fruit for you. Oh, and candy. And... I have never had such lovely presents. Say, what is the idea of all of these stars? Oh, my partner, Mr. Wilson, is very generous, Ramon. 
When he likes an act, he shows his appreciation. But this is the act he likes or my wife. I want you to <laughs> Both, Raymond, both. Now, look, kid, you've got to get used to people admiring your wife. Yes, yes, I suppose so. And Wilson not only admires your act, he wants to know both of you. He wants you both to come to his table tomorrow night. Oh, that will be nice. Nothing doing. We are here for business, not social life. Ramon, we can't afford to offend Mr. Wilson. No, of course not. Then he wouldn't send you any more gifts. Now, look here, Ramon. You keep out of this, Fennelly. How dare you speak to Mr. Fennelly like that, Ramon? After all he has done for us. You keep on with your crazy jealousy and we will have troubles here like we did in Los Angeles in every place we ever worked. Perhaps if I am given the same provocation, one of these days I will be driven too far. Oh, forget it, Ramon. Mr. Wilson was just being friendly, trying to make you feel at home. One more jealous feet and I leave you, Ramon. Ah, you forget it too, Rita. Ramon isn't going to be jealous anymore. Are you, Ramon? Not unless I have reason. Uh, See, Rita? Now forget it like I told you. I've got big plans for you two. I think they're going to turn out very well indeed. Yes, you do have big plans, don't you, Paul? You're sure you can promote a situation where Ramon's jealousy will prompt him to such furious anger against your partner that Ramon will publicly threaten him. Then, if anything should happen to Frank, suspicion will fall on Ramon, not you. But first of all, you must make a friend of Ramon, win his confidence. Next day in town, passing a jewelry store, you see the ideal gift for him, an opening wedge in your campaign of friendship. Two evenings later, you knock on the door of his dressing room. Oh, Mr. Fennelly, come in. Hello, Ramon. Oh, uh, Rita isn't here yet, hmm? No, she's having her hair done. Well, that uh, gives us a chance to have a little talk. I've got a new contract for you to sign. A new contract? Yes, for an indefinite stay. You're going to be here for a long time. But we're planning to leave. I was going to give you our notice tonight. Leave? But why? I want to get out of this business. Settle down somewhere. I'm afraid if we continue, something will happen. I might lose my temper once too often. Oh, that's ridiculous. No, it is not. People are always giving presents to my wife. Candy and flowers. You don't want your wife to have flowers? When I see them, I'm furious. Not because she has them, but because I did not buy them for her myself. I have done so little for my wife. I I never remember to get her things. I would like to give her the most beautiful present in the world. Especially next week on her birthday. Her birthday? Say, I'm glad you told me. We'll have a big party for Rita here at the club. Oh, uh, speaking of presents, I uh, picked up a little thing I thought you'd like, Ramon. A present for me? Yeah, sure. You're part of the act, too. No reason why the women should get all the gifts. Yeah, take it. A gold cigarette case with my initial R in rubies. It's beautiful. The R is especially beautiful. I I like that letter. Perhaps because it is also the initial of my wife. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Mr. Fennelly. Oh, forget it, Ramon. You've got it coming to you. You know, you're beginning to pack this place. Then we shall stay on. Under the circumstances, we could not do otherwise. Well, Paul, come here. Hello, Frank. 
This is a surprise. You don't get out here to the house very often. Look, I've got to talk to you, Frank, right away. Yeah, well, come on. Let's sit over here by the window, huh? All right. Yeah. Now, what's on your mind, Paul? That, uh... Half interest in our club for those people in New York. We don't have to talk, Paul. You know how I feel about that. But we can't afford to let any opportunity to get rich like this slip by. This is our last chance, Frank, our last chance. They want our answer by a week from Saturday. Unless we say yes, they're going to buy into another club. Let them. Let them take over any club they want, but not ours. This club means a lot to me, Paul. Sure, sure, I know. It means a lot to me, Listen, Paul, I'm a lonely man. Our club is... Well, my family, the only family I've got. Sure, I know. When I come home from the club at night, I just sit here in this chair by the window and go over the whole thing again in my mind until I fall asleep. You do? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, sometimes I sleep three or four hours, sometimes all night. The club means that much to you? Even more, Paul. Well, Frank, if you feel that strongly about it, I guess we'd better keep it for ourselves. Good. But uh, what do you say to putting on a bigger floor show hmm? with a line of girls? You mean a, a chorus? Yeah. We'll feature Rita. Yeah. Let her do some good fast Spanish numbers with the girls behind her. Have her work without her husband, huh? Oh, she can do her specialty with him, too, but we'll make her the star of the show. Will uh, Ramon like that? Sure. If I put it to him just right. Oh, but I... Uh, I want to talk to him about it alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we got to get his okay first. Uh, tell you, Frank, you invite Rita to your table after the last show tonight. You think she'll accept? Oh, I'll see that she does. That'll give me a chance to talk to Ramon alone in the dressing room. Oh, hello, Paul. How do we go tonight? Oh, never better. Rita looked particularly lovely. Yeah, she did, didn't she? I wonder where she is. Oh, she'll be here soon. She's out at Wilson's table. At Wilson's table? What is she doing there? Now, don't get excited. Just wants to talk to her about something that concerns just her, not you. Strictly business. Any business that concerns my wife concerns me, I will see about it. Ramon, sit down and keep quiet. Just a little idea Wilson has to star Rita in a single act. Star Rita? But if he wanted such a thing, he should have spoken to me first. I am the head of the family. Where is my coat? Never mind. It does not matter. Uh, you can't go out to Wilson's table looking like Who that. Who says I cannot? I will fix that, Wilson. Get out of my way. Calm yourself, will you? You'll make a scene. I never liked him anyway. The first night we came here, candy and flowers. He will send no more flowers. Get out of my way. You don't follow Ramon immediately, do you, Paul? No, you must give him a little time. You glance at the makeup table. Yes, there it is. The jeweled cigarette case you gave him. You felt sure he wouldn't be carrying it in his dancing clothes. You carefully wrap it in your handkerchief and slip it into your inside pocket. And then go on out. Ramon, don't Let me through, please. What's going on it here? Ramon. He's roaring here like a madman and threatened Mr. Wilson. Said he would kill him. I am through with you, Ramon, and I mean it this time. Let go of my arms, you fools. Just wait till I get my hands on Wilson. I'll kill him. Juicy. 
You heard that, Mr. Fennelly. Uh, where is Mr. Wilson? He's gone, and no wonder. Ramon said the most awful things to him. Oh, this is just a little misunderstanding. Now, go on back to your tables, everybody. This is only a family argument. This is a matter of honor. Honor, caramba. You have no honor, no decency. I hate now, you. stop it, you two. You know, you didn't mean that, Rita. You two go on home quietly and make up. Go home? I will never go home with him. Uh, maybe you're right as far as tonight's concerned. I tell you what, Rita. You spend the night with Kitty. This cigarette girl? Yes, she's a nice girl. She'd be glad to have you when you explain things to her. Tell her it was my idea. Uh, whatever you say, Mr. Fennelly. Ah, uh, you get a good night's sleep. Ramon and I are going to have a nice long talk. All right. I guess that is the best way. No, it is not the best way. Yes, it is, Ramon. You run along, Rita. Come on, Ramon. We'll have a couple of drinks and go to the office for a nice long talk. Yeah, sit down, Ramon. You uh, feeling better? Uh, I am the world's greatest fool. I lose my temper and make a big noise. But it is only words. I would not harm a fly. Oh, I'm sure you wouldn't. But other people don't know that. It's pretty dangerous business, talking like you did. I love Rita very much. What I want most is to make her happy. Instead, I cause her nothing but sorrow. Well, she'll forgive you tomorrow. Oh, I know she will. She always does. She'll come in the morning and everything will be all right. And you haven't got anything to worry about. No, except Mr. Wilson. I must go find him and apologize. No, no. Not tonight. He's going on home. Just wait till tomorrow. Oh, here. Have a cigarette. No, no, thanks. Well, then let me fix us another drink. Well, just one more. Then I better go on home. Why, what for? Rita won't be there. The place would just depress you. Why don't you stay here at the club? You can sleep on the couch in Mr. Wilson's office. He never comes in till afternoon. But after my actions tonight... Oh, don't you worry about that. Wilson likes both of you. I'll phone him and tell him you're sleeping in his office tonight. It'll make him feel good. Why, he sleeps here lots of times himself. Keeps blankets and pajamas here. Well, if you are certain, he won't mind. I am certain. Now, I'll fix those drinks, and then we go over to Frank's office. You are very understanding, Mr. Fennelly. Thank you. After finishing your drink, you walk with Ramon to your partner's office. You smile as he yawns and arranges Frank's blankets on the couch. You made sure he'll sleep at least a few hours by dropping a mild sleeping tablet, one of your own, into the drink you made. Under the pretense of looking for a blank contract, you go through your partner's desk, remove his revolver from the drawer, unobtrusively slip it into your inside pocket. You're certain that this is your master move. Ramon slept in Frank's office, and the gun will be found near Frank's home, as well as the jeweled cigarette case you gave Ramon. After you say goodnight to Ramon, you drive out to your partner's home on the outskirts of town. An hour later, you're back in your own apartment. Next morning, the phone awakens you. Yeah. Hello? Uh, Mr. Fennelly? Yes? Something terrible has happened. Oh, Rita, what's the matter? What's wrong? Poor Mr. Wilson. He has been shot. Killed, I guess. My partner, Frank? Yes, I am at police headquarters. Police headquarters? But they couldn't think you... Uh, never mind, Rita. And don't worry, I'll be right down. Oh, thank you, Mr. Fennelly. I'm please sorry. You see, the 
have arrested Ramon for the crime. Well, Paul, things have worked out exactly as you planned, haven't they? You're certain that with your partner out of the way, you'll be able to close the deal you're sure will make you a big operator. You're sure, too, you'll never be suspected of any connection with his death. No. Ramon has already been arrested, and the shooting was done with a gun taken from your partner's office, where Ramon spent the night. And above all, Ramon's cigarette case was dropped just outside the window where Frank was sitting asleep when you shot him. When you reach the police station, you're taken immediately to the office of the captain. Oh, this has been a terrible shock to me, Captain. Wilson and I were not only partners, we were very close friends. So we understand. Anything I can do to help, don't hesitate to ask. Can you uh, identify this? Yes, it's Frank's revolver. I noticed it in his desk last night while Ramon was... It's all right. We already know Ramon slept in Wilson's office in the club. This gun was found a short distance from the Wilson home in the outskirts of town, wiped clean of fingerprints. Now, uh, can you identify this? Yes, it's the cigarette case I gave Ramon. It was lying on the ground outside the window where Mr. Wilson was sitting when he was shot. A perfect target. Oh, but surely you don't think Ramon killed Frank? Nobody killed him. Whoever fired that gun was a pretty poor shot. Wilson was less than three feet away and he was hit. Well, he's going to be okay. Oh, I'm glad. Especially for Ramon's sake. Ramon had nothing to do with it. But whoever did is going up for a nice long stretch for attempted murder. If it wasn't Ramon, then who was it? You, Fennelly. Me? You must be out of your mind. What motive would I have? You might have had several. Wilson were out of the way, the club would have been yours. Everybody knows you've been trying to make a deal with some eastern operators and your partner wouldn't go for it. It was either you or Ramon, Fennelly. And you were the only one who had access to Wilson's gun and the cigarette case. Then it was Ramon. He was jealous of Frank. I gave him that case last week. He's had it ever since. Now, what more do you want? He left that case on his makeup table last night when he left his dressing room. You were standing right beside it. Ramon told us himself. Well, that's his story. Ramon doesn't need a story. He was sound asleep in Wilson's office most of the night. He can't prove that. Kitty Henderson, your cigarette girl, has already proved it. She came back to the club last night looking for that cigarette case just about the time Wilson was shot at his home four miles away. The door to Wilson's office was open and she saw Ramon on the couch sound asleep. Kitty? That's preposterous. Why would Kitty be looking for Ramon's cigarette case? Ramon's wife, Rita, asked her to come back for it. Ramon had given it to her. That's an outright lie. Rita doesn't even smoke. No, 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 she doesn't. That's why we're certain you shot your partner and tried to frame Ramon. (laughs) <laughs> Here, open the case, Henry. Oh, for heaven's sake. The, the woman's compact. Yeah, the woman's compact. Rita liked that case so well, Ramon had it made into a compact for her. He didn't tell you because he uh, didn't want to hurt your feelings. The Whistler. Listen next week when once again the United States Air Forces in Europe present The Whistler.